crap. Did y'all hear that intro? Holy crap. It mm-hmm. is it is November 7th, 2019. This is Lou Screws. I am your host, Ty Worsham. I got my typical standard issue co-pilot with me, Dravenos, Justin. Hi. And joining us is the man, the legend. Yeah, you're a legend now, bud. Don't go on too <laughs> thick, man. <laughs> the guy who made this. Well, I guess technically him and his buddy made this, but main, this is the yeah. main guy who put it all together. This is Trax. Dude. Hello. I cannot thank you enough for this. Seriously. Well, I'm I'm glad you dig it. It was uh, a cool thing to work on, kind of came together sort of randomly and, um, you know, glad I could help and give, give, give a little bit back. Been listening for to you guys for a while and thought that that, that would be a nice thing that I can, since, since I have the capacity. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, as somebody who heard it after Ty did, uh, can I just say, like, the first time I listened to it, I was like, I was kind of blown away. I was just like, this is really good. And I thoroughly enjoyed it, sir. Well, good. Me too. <laughs> So like, so like, like you sent me this as a, as a, I believe you sent me to it as a wave file and like I downloaded it and I listened to it at work and I got like really crappy speakers at work. Uh, mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, that sounds pretty good. And then like I, I, uh, I was, I was doing something and then a little bit later I put my Bluetooth headphones on, which are like really good razor. I mean, Everybody takes a shit on Razor, but I like Razor stuff. <laughs> I think they make good shit. So uh, I have some Beats really. Beats is the one that you want to take a shit on. Beats are great. Beats are awful. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> nice. Anyway, I gotta get them bows. Anyway, I, I, I listened to them in my Bluetooth headphones, and I listened <laughs> to it once, and then I listened to it again. And then I, I don't know how many times I listened to it, like four or five times. And at, at some point I replied to your email. I was like, dude, I'm blown away. I'm, I'm a little speechless because I was. And all I <laughs> yeah, think I think of, that's what your email said. I'm speechless. And I was like, oh, I hope that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said something like that. I was like, I was like, holy crap, does he think it's not? I mean. <laughs> wait, wait, time out. Can we just like mention for a moment that when somebody says I'm speechless, that's typically not a bad thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I know. But um, it, okay, so. To, to roll back a little bit, like uh, audio production is my job. Right. Nice. Uh, so nice. so when um, so I, I play elite and, and I listen to various podcasts and things like that. And uh, obviously found you guys and was chatting and you read an email a few episodes ago. And, and you know, we, we've been emailing a little bit. And um, anyway, but this this is my job and you, that was clear to you, I guess. I think my email signature probably had a link to my website or something like that. It did. And, uh, it did. And I, I yeah, you, <laughs> you went and checked that out. Yep. And um, then you said like, we're wanting to have a, a proper theme or, or intro or I forget how you said it, you know, can you work something like that out? And I'm thinking, so I don't, I don't typically do a ton of that stuff, but I have, I have actually done podcast intros before. Um, but one thing that I, do on the side i do a podcast with a friend of mine who i used to play in some bands with that's about guitars and guitar gear um the show is called the tone control and that's something we've been doing for years just as like a um like a love thing you know like we we're we're friends i used to live in new england and i moved out to ohio and we actually started doing the podcast together it was an idea we had we started actually doing the show 
like right after I moved away, <laughs> we finally got our butts in gear. So that's sort of how we hang out now. Um, I was about to know. say that's that's a pretty good way to keep in touch. Like you yeah. know, just weekly podcast, like you know, touch up touch base once a week with your friends right. that you're across country <laughs> from. Yeah. So um, I, uh, but okay. I I feel like I'm telling this story in like seven seven different threads in a big bush, but um, <laughs> the. I the reason I say like I said that for that to you like I hope that's a good thing that you're speechless um that that's a kind of a standard thing so if I send somebody a piece of work and I want their feedback on it you know maybe we're going to do revisions or whatever it is it's something I've been hired to do then they uh I sometimes do have to tease out like <laughs> what what do they actually think I'm speechless yeah that's usually a positive thing but I have had somebody say that to me and had it not be a positive thing before. No, so. <laughs> what? It's it's all good. It's it's a matter of uh, sort of context. It's also email because uh, your tone of voice, you know, like you read, yeah. you can read something in email or text, and you don't necessarily know what somebody's thinking, especially if you don't know them that well. I was pretty sure you liked it, but I was also like, you weren't telling me like make it sound like X Y Z. Um, you know, I, I asked you, what do you, what do you think? And you, you said a couple of things about it. And I was like, okay, well, we'll see. I'm not a, a great musician. And, and I actually got my co-host on the, my own podcast, Derek, to play the lead line on the guitar and send that back to me and kind of piece it all together that way. But um, I don't know. It, it was cool. He, he digs it too. He said the same thing. He, once he got the final version, he listened to it on repeat for a little while. And um, I think it's pretty cool. Well, I mean, Glad you guys dig it as a as a bass player i'm gonna say like and i i am a former guitar player but i will say shout out to Derek because uh dude that lead line is it's, yeah. it's, it's legit like <laughs> i enjoy it thoroughly yeah he's a i i when i sent it to him i i said uh here's this um basically i just sent him the the layers they they kind of would build it was a little bit of a different arrangement at that time but it was sort of like the twinkly harmonic parts and then something else came in and then the chords came in and each thing sort of built and the drums were simpler at that time and i was like play I, I want a guitar solo like play something and he was kind of doing more of a solo at the time um but he actually settled on this he's like i can't get this out of my head so this is what i'm gonna lay down which is a good sign when you're writing a song if you can't get it out of your head so that's what he put down uh, and i was like that's cool um and and then i kind of, of course kind of refined it and stuff like that so when he heard the final yeah it was so he uh derek plays in a band back in new england called delaney and I used to play in a band with him, with my brother, my brother who, who is called Tyler. <laughs> so, and my name is just so that's why this is also funny. My name's Justin. My brother's name is Tyler. It goes by Ty all the time. And so I that's another thing. Yeah, Justin very funny. About, hey. Very funny about this whole situation. <laughs> so, uh, see, uh, see, he's a false Ty though, because like I'm just Ty. <laughs> like I like. I'm just T.Y. That's, that's, that's my name. name. Yeah, yeah, that's my true oh, name. That's cool. yeah, yeah. You might be just Ty, but I'm just in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got puns. Is that, a, is that really a pun? I think Is that a pun? I don't think that's a pun. I don't know. Wordplay, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, wordplay. Yeah. That's a good one. I, comedy escapes me. <laughs> Man. Love you, Ty. <laughs> like, I... I, I I just want to drool about it a little bit more because like, <laughs> like, like you sent me like, like a version of the song early on. And then I was just like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. And you said, I, you're, you're still missing the guitar tracks and the, you were adding some game sounds. I was like, yeah, that might, that might sound pretty good. 
But... Yeah. Well, I was trying to gauge whether I was even in the right ballpark because it because you said uh, I think you'd said like something kind of industrial or something. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, okay, and I. I don't know. I just kind of, I, I don't know if I could create something industrial. So it's like, okay, let's see what happens with this. And and that was sort of what I came up with in the first, you know, a little while of kind of laying some stuff down. So I was like, here, I'll feed this to you. And then, then you'll tell me if I'm totally off track. Uh, at least <laughs> well, I can pull it back then. And you did not, you were like, oh, this sounds cool. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and like produce the whole thing then. And Well, I mean, just as a show note, like uh, Ty did not, mentioned this to me at all that he was like thinking about this or listening for this like he literally just sent me the final thing and uh <laughs> sneak it like i'm not i'm not complaining about it because i mean it was a good decision like i thoroughly enjoy the new thing but it's also one of those things where like you know after hearing you talk about this and hearing you playing in bands and stuff because i was a i was a metal vocalist in like four or five bands mm -hmm. but uh i play bass now so it's just like you know um I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, if you need any bass work, but I mean, I can try my <laughs> best if you ever feel like hitting me up, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's Well, you know, there's always st stuff floating around. I mean, I, but, I do most of my work, uh, you know, uh, over the internet. Yeah, well, days. I mean, um, but I mean, when Ty sent me the track, I mean, I, I like, he was like, let me know what you think. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure I texted him and I was like, dude new track's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> and i'm one of those people it's like i don't blow things up i don't make them over when i say pretty good though it's like one of those things for me where it's just like i mean it's like it's good i really enjoy it like mm -hmm. i guess because <laughs> like i've been so like I, I don't i don't know it's one of those things where it's like because of like hype feed and everything else like that i don't really say anything's like really great or anything like that or i don't obsess over it <laughs> but it's I not one of those things where i mean anything bad well, I don't mean anything bad by it. Like when I say it's pretty good, like I enjoyed listening to it and I've listened to it a few times over and I'm just like, hell yeah, this is a good intro. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I, I yeah, I, I think it'll, thought it would play, play good. I, I actually couldn't find the sound effects anywhere. So I went on to like one of the recordings of my old, one of my game streams and just grabbed them. <laughs> so, so, so I, that, yeah, I actually want to, well, let me, let me say this first. So like, the reason why I gave you the lack of direction that I gave you mm -hmm. was, was okay. So, so little history of Ty Worsham is that there was a point in my life where I did a little bit of, of uh, graphic design work and I can, I'm pretty good in Photoshop and I can do some pretty cool things. I've done some things like, uh, don't tell me that. Cause I'll make you make stuff for my stream now. I, <laughs> I, I've done some pretty cool things. I'm not real versed on it now, but, uh, there was a point where I was doing a little bit of that for side work. And the mm -hmm. most annoying thing to me was people would tell me what they wanted and I would do it. And then they would tell me, well, this isn't quite it. And I didn't want to be one yeah. of those people who was like, who was like, Oh, well, you know, I want a website that does this. So you make them, you put them together a really nice website. And before the end of it, it looks like MySpace because that's so they, what they want you know so pretty much what you're saying right now is, is that they didn't give you the complete vision of what they wanted they gave you a partial vision and expected you to fill in the blanks so you couldn't necessarily deliver what they wanted because there were blanks that you had to fill well i mean so so the way i kind of always have thought about this is like you know uh, uh you know justin you're a sound engineer you do this for a living i trust mm -hmm. your judgment um, if you tell me something sounds good or something looks good or this sound equipment is, is good, I'm going to trust your judgment because you're a professional. That's what you do. 
I work in the IT field. If you come to me and say, hey, man, can you put me together a build that, you know, or, or say, hey, I need to order a new computer. Can you tell me what I need to buy? I'm going to I'm, I'm going to sway you the right direction because you trust me because that's my profession. And I think it's yeah. insulting whenever someone who doesn't work in that field for them to say, well, I really wanted more hot dogs. And can we make the icon look like a, <laughs> look like a sparkly looking thing? No, because that looks like ass. If you want MySpace, go make MySpace. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I get what you're, where you're coming from. It's, it, the flip side of that, like, like what you're saying is you, you didn't want to be telling me what to do because you wanted to trust what I was going to come up with. And luckily it came out good and you liked it. (laughs) If you didn't like it, then that wouldn't have been so lucky. But so the, the kind of like the, the way around that, that I, I try to do because I work with people kind of at all levels. And there are people who are a lot like what you're describing where that's, I mean, the way you're describing yourself um, in this situation where you you trust me, there's a there's a reason that this person came and hired me. They like my work and they know that I'm going to do something like that. Right. Um, and then there's other times where people don't necessarily know what they want or they think they know what they want and they don't. And that sounds like what you're describing these people like they think they know what they want. But when it comes down to it, they start tweaking the knobs and stuff. I've had people come to me and say, I'm I, I've been using my home studio for a while and it's like some cheap thing. And. Um, but I need some help because I don't think my songs are coming out to the right quality or something. I just need an engineer. Like I know when I want the bass or the treble to be louder and like (laughs) they just said like seven red flags to me. So what the, (laughs) like, so I know what I, but I, but you know, I, I, I'm not like a, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not like totally like wealthy person that can just turn away any work. So really like I have to come up with systems for like, kind of um, guiding these people into something that I can use. And so that I like, I'll tease out just tons of extra information and work out a very detailed brief of what they actually want. Yeah. Um, So this was a little bit like working on a very simple brief and that's why it was slightly scary for me. And it made me say, what does speechless mean? So (laughs) I mean, because uh, one of my best friends is a tattoo artist and uh, that's one of the things that drives him absolutely nuts is when somebody comes in with a quote unquote vision of a tattoo they want, but the vision is very vague and he has to like redraw something five times. So what you're describing to me kind of sounds like his (laughs) complaints where it's just like, you know, somebody came in with something very vague and then they're like, Oh no. And this and this and this. And it's just like, well, why didn't you say that from the get go? Mm-hmm. I make them give me examples. Yeah. Um, there you go. I'll say, I'll say, tell me exactly, you know, like if you have a specific idea of what your bass guitar tone is going to sound like, I'm like, send me the song, you know, because if you have that specific idea, it means some band you love made the perfect tone. Send me that track. I'll listen to it and I'll make that sound for you. There you go. <laughs> That's the deal. <laughs> so, so um, I was wanting yeah. to ask you real quick. So, because you're a sound engineer, and yeah. how? Well, so I, we need to sway this conversation, I guess, into the video game we're supposed to be talking about. So, let me yeah. ask you. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, just fangirling over our theme song right now. <laughs> well, so so let me ask you, like, like how long have you played Elite? I um. I'm kind of a, I've I've been a gamer, you know, my whole life, but I've kind of been a one game at a time person. So, I've almost exclusively been playing Elite since I picked it up 
uh, almost a year ago. I think it was like in November last year when I finished whatever I was doing. I think it was like the entirety of the Dishonored series and all of its DLCs. Oh, wow. Finished all that. And I was like, I need a new game. I hadn't played a space game in ages. And I kind of started searching around and discovered like Elite. Oh, my gosh. I start reading about it. And like when you first when you don't know about this, I didn't know about this in 2015, you know, and I started reading about it and people saying like, oh, it's really cool. It's it's really trying to be kind of a simulation, but it is still a game. But there's all these sim aspects of it. And they're most of the reviews kind of mention that as like this is a complaint almost like the long travel times and things like that, you know, super <laughs> and the emptiness of it all. And so I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'd really like that. So I, I, I did end up trying it out and I was like, oh man this is what i wanted when i was 11 <laughs> like this would <laughs> might have been the only game i was playing so Ty, uh, yeah <laughs> you gotta stop bringing people on here that are way more experienced in this game than i am <laughs> <laughs> so, just a year <laughs> so like yeah but go, go ahead man go ahead I was going to say, like, I don't know if you've heard, like, how much of this you've listened to, but uh, I, I played Elite when it first came out, and I played it for a little bit. And then uh, because of the group of people I typically play with, like, they we all switched to, like, other games, and Rocket League is mm -hmm. kind of, like, our main thing. But um, we all kind of hop back into Elite, and most of them are on and off. But I've been kind of, like, sticking to it, especially because now I do this. Like, Yeah. Um, I think you get a lot more benefit from a game like this if you stick to it. And I mean, that that's true probably for like any game. Like if you're playing oh, the yeah. uh, FPS shooters and stuff like that, you really do have to kind of keep those skills up to be competitive. Um, but even if you're not trying to be, I, I don't know, there, there's especially an open world game. Like if you're not on it kind of all the time, then you, you really kind of. Well, I mean, for I sure. Know. And it's just like now, like coming back into it within the past. Jesus, how long have we been doing this now? Like four or five months. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I realize there's a lot I have to quote unquote catch up on, but I realize like I don't necessarily have to catch up because I mean, it's it's kind of play yeah. your own pace. It's it's casual. <laughs> it's casual hardcore. That's what I like to refer to it as. Where it's just like it's a hardcore game. There's a lot of shit to do. There's a lot of grinding to do, but. You don't, but it can be ignored. Have to, you don't necessarily have to like sit here all day and just, you know? Yeah, totally right. So, um, where are you at? Like in the ship get like, 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 are you mid beginning mid tier in, in game? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, is there an end game? So I've, I've touched on almost all the kind of parts of the game, uh, you know one by one kind of doing doing various things um my i only my only elite is in trade okay hell yes because you know mining um <laughs> how did i but, know but like i never kept uh, i think my highest bank balance was uh in the like 700 millions and i i only got it i only chased it up that high because i was on my four weeks for asling asling Duvall, however you say her name ashling Ashling Duvall and um, so seven hundred million, yeah, spent that crap right down to one hundred million oh, immediately. Wow. Oh, so you I have just, like the same amount of yeah, money. Yeah, I've as got I a do. bunch of prismatics in the bank. Yeah, you, you have the same amount of money I do, but like you, you, you have prismatics. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, no, I, I have I two size and, sevens and two size sixes, and so, yeah, like, I just I mined up to like a hundred million, and I've kind of like tried to like maintain it there. But um, uh -huh. favorite ship. 
I I don't know. I I specialize. I I specialize them a lot. Actually, I'm I've tried. To, I've got one that's trying to be an everything ship again, um, which I haven't done for a while. Which is a crate two. Ha! Yes. Um, thank you. <laughs> but but I think my crate two only became a legit everything ship. Um, and I mean everything as in like I can actually do the combat and the PvP combat in it. Um, after I got the prismatics. I think the whole thing kind of comes alive at that point because I, for me, like prismatics don't seem to work. For one thing, they don't really work well enough on small ships. You're always better off with biweaves, but uh, it's having the big SCBs on the crate with the prismatics. Like I, I can stay in there forever. Anything else I try to put prismatics on, like they just drain slowly, but they never come back. <laughs> I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> Go I'm home, I guess. Said, I'm just happy you said crate mark too. So, yeah, but I've got I've got everything. Um, well, I've 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 tried and kept most of the, a lot. Well, I've tried most of and kept some of the smalls and mediums. Yeah, I, the only large ship I ever got was I have a T9, which is just for. Hey. You know, only time I fly my T9 is, uh, if I need to move 750 tons of something to someplace else. <laughs> once every four weeks <laughs> like you saying that it reminds me of like the previous interstellar initiative because i bought the type 9 specifically uh, sale yeah so we're yeah. cargo racks. and can i mm -hmm. tell you right now like i because i've never flown a big ship every single time like it wasn't picking up the stuff in smaller stations but it was the delivery to whatever station it was but that Type 9 with the auto dock would scrape against the bottom, and it's like, pull damage, and I'm like, screw uh, you. I don't trust that auto dock at all. <laughs> I, I don't take either. That, I took that crap right out. I just fly the T9. I can I can get it through the slot without hitting anything. Yeah. Better pilot than me. Well, well I'm a better pilot than the auto dock, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so, like, so you don't really have a, a favorite ship, but what's your favorite role? Like, have you, have you done combat and trading? Well, clearly you've yeah. done trading, but have you done, like, exploration? <laughs> well, I've, I've done mining. I mean, I, I've, I've never just gone out and, like, done a bunch of trade runs. Um, so, like, when I'm saying, like, something's my everything ship, I'm, I'm doing missions and I might grab whatever. I might see a cargo mission and go, okay. I'll drop the SCBs out of my crate, put an extra cargo wreck in there, and let's run 90 tons of something. And then we'll come back and we'll switch it back. And now I have to hunt somebody. Okay, well, I can, sure, I can take down an FDL and two vultures with my crate. No problem. Um, if they're NPCs. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've done quite a bit of combat and I've been, I've done my exploring enough to get all the, all the important engineers unlocked and, um, went out and fought thargoids i actually left my i have a a chieftain that's configured for thargoids out in the pleiades just left it there yep. came back um but that's that's fun um now and then i've only ever um i've only ever ever fought um cyclops the the tiny ones yeah cyclops and and scouts, scouts? but yeah, yeah. No, but I mean the interceptor is nothing bigger than a cyclops, the the like oh, level okay. one yeah. interceptor. But that's fun. Um, everything's sort of fun. I have a, I've been, I, I try to like keep it interesting. So, I mean, I have a vulture build that I really like, where I turned it into a shield tank with um, guardian modules. So that's fun. It can sit in the hazres forever, and the biweaves never go down. <laughs> it's very light <laughs> that, and small. That's really interesting, actually. Yeah, the vulture's amazing as a 
as a shield tank because <laughs> it's not what it's for. <laughs> um, I could share that build with you, but uh, I got nice. my FDL is is very fun, but it, it does get sort of dull because it's sort of the same thing. It's just so powerful and fast. So I'm, I've been trying some different things. I I have two things that I want to that I have, I have spent some time outfitting and building and engineering so that I can go and try them out. Um, and one of them is I, I bought a Phantom again. I got rid of my Phantom for a while. I got another one and tricked it out to be like uh, an Explorer, but I kind of wanted it to, I want to like always play in open now. So I wanted it to be an Explorer that is, uh, will be dangerous to somebody who tries to pull me over. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it still has, it still jumps 60 light years, but it's got, um, ion mines and reverb cascade mines and drag, uh, drag munitions, pack hounds. So I'm just trying, I just want somebody to try it and then see, see, see what's going to happen. See what's going to happen, buddy. Maybe I'll let them get real close before I start dropping mines man but that's I'm that's curious. the build i want <laughs> yeah i'm curious to know as to what happens <laughs> so i haven't i haven't tested it on anybody yet i haven't taken it well no i've taken it out but nobody's pulled me over um since, since i've had it um but yeah hopefully their drives will reboot and their shields will go down and i'll stop them dead and i don't know maybe i'll just fly in circles around them for a while <laughs> point, point of note if you're like if you haven't been able to test that yet, don't do first discoveries beforehand. Oh, <laughs> don't yeah, lose no, that no, no. data just because. <laughs> yeah, so then I, I thought maybe I would maybe it would be an interesting thing for the stream to do it like episodic, like go out to Sagittarius A star or whatever in, in okay. episode. So you mentioned stream. Uh do oh, you yeah. give a quick shout out to your stream, like where we can find you yeah, at. Yeah. Um I, I I'd like to watch it. <laughs> okay. I, I stream to Twitch and YouTube. Uh, my username is JN Tracks, J N T R A C K S, which is also my commander name. Uh, it should be pretty easy to find. I think JN Tracks Gaming is, or I don't even know if you need to put gaming so on Twitch. On it, is it just JN Tracks? That's my username. I should probably I'm, find out. I'm asking this because I'm trying to give you a follow right now. So, yeah, <laughs> Twitch TV, I, I, dude, I will totally be in your chat. Yeah, my username is JNTrax. Chan oh my god, this thing yeah, instantly I just found puts it. a video at me. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. JNTrax. So yeah. that that's my Twitch, and it's the same thing on YouTube. Um, Ooh, I basically simul simulcast both of them, but I I stream whenever I'm on and doing something that isn't grinding. Um, Sounds about right. Which yeah. is so so essentially like I'm trying to be in open all the time. Um, I was recently like just going on kind of a material hunt for a while, and that was really dull, so I didn't stream that yeah um, understandably but that, so. that's done um so yeah i have that and I might, i'm thinking it might be an interesting thing to do a stream with a very long exploration i've never been to colonia or sagittarius a so i go do that stuff um and then the other thing and i don't know i don't know if i should keep this a secret because it's a trap for players should i should i tell them my trap ship i'm trying to make a bait ship that i can fly around <laughs> no, no, dc no, no. it don't, and try don't, to get don't, pulled don't, over shh, shh. don't tell set after the show so that way we don't fall okay I'll tell you after the show. I, I don't know if it's going to work or not, because, again, I haven't tested it. But at the very least, I'll annoy some gankers. <laughs> I, I was wanting to ask you, so so you're playing in open. How? Because my yeah. experience with open is that I got almost every time I've played in open for any length of time, I end up getting ganked and getting pissed off. Huh. So I'll go back to my private, you know? Huh. I I don't know. I mean, I've gotten stuck. 
I really haven't been been in fights that much that weren't consensual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but and I fly around Shinrada all the time. Wow. Um, and it's not, I don't know. It, so I, I maybe, I don't know, what am I doing wrong? Maybe I'm um, like, if I'm flying around Shinrata in my FDL, people don't usually pull me over because they're probably looking for something else. Or if they, if they want to fight a properly outfitted FDL, um, they will ask, hmm. you know, cause that's the thing, like a ganker isn't going to ask and they're looking for something easy, right? They're looking to bother somebody. Right. Um, I feel like I've run into a lot of people that didn't want to bother somebody, but they were playing like the bad guy in the game. Like they stopped me and said, Hey, like some guy in a, in a crate two stopped me. And, um, I held my own for a while. Like I'm not like a great combat pilot. I held my own for a while. And, and he was like, I think at the time my combat rank was uh, master and I have dangerous now, but like, he was like, wow, you're, you're ahead of things for somebody ranked master or whatever. But yeah, I mean, it was a, a biweave FDL wasn't going to survive against his crate, but it was perfectly fine. You know, we were just having fun. We chatted and like, he adds me as a friend and stuff like that. Like actual ganking. I don't know. So I don't know. Maybe I just don't have, um, we'll, we'll find out, I guess, if I take, <laughs> if I take my bait ship out, we'll see what happens. <laughs> see, I- I, so I think it's the timing thing because most of the open stuff, open stuff I did was kind of early on because I I've, uh, okay. I've been playing since launch like I started playing yeah. about a week after launch and I actually owned the game at launch but I didn't start playing until a week after launch because it launched right around Christmas time and I had a bunch of stuff going uh-huh. on and I just couldn't or maybe it was Thanksgiving it, it, there were a bunch of stuff was going on I just couldn't sit down to get into it like I start I started playing a little bit and realized this is way complicated I need to look at this later mm-hmm. kind of deal. But like yeah. most of my open stuff was early on and I've been kicking around playing in open exclusively, like just forcing myself to do it and just, I mean, I'm sitting on like 5 billion credits and I'm, I don't have a fleet carrier <laughs> I got to buy. So I might as well, I might as well see what I can, yeah. see what I can blow, lose here, you know? Well, I know me and you both have been kicking around the idea of buying an alt account just to play in open only. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess the trick if you're worried about getting ganked, then the trick is to just keep your rebuy costs low or keep your bank balance really high. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just haven't seen it be that much of a problem. It, I don't it, know. Keep your eye on the comms panel. Watch for purple hair. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's probably more like one of those things where it's not such a big deal now as it was in the past. And people still whine about it on the forums though. They like, do. Always. They, always. To the extent Dude, where Reddit you posts. Oh my God. It just it doesn't I, I, that that does not reflect it does not track with my experience actually playing like I have been stopped with people when I did not want to fight them and I had to run away or they got me you know um, but it's been occasional at yeah. most well and I don't know well we're probably probably gonna pro- I'm probably gonna give that another shot at some point and just push myself into it well let me know when you do I'll join you up. Yeah, let's let's wing up. We'll, we'll tag team open. <laughs> um, I was wanting to ask you: Do you play with the Xbox controller, or do you play with a our our what's your setup? Like, do you have a? a you must be or... you must be talking to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah so <laughs> I, I have no, it's good. Um, I have uh, yeah, I have a Hodus. I have um, the nice. Thrustmaster set. 
um, which is for me the the oh man, it's it's so I, I actually could do with a stick that had more buttons on it, but I'm I'm dealing with this because I really like the curves that I can put on it, and it's it's very nice. It works well. The throttle I think is the best throttle you can get for this game. Mm-hmm. Um, the SciTech is probably a better stick, but if you know if I could I could marry those two together, I would, but I can't. So, um, but yeah, I got got to have Hodus because I'm I'm all playing in VR too. So. Yeah. Well, at least you have the VR. That's something I'm missing. With. <laughs> I know yeah. that's like extremely important and extremely game changing. Hey, I, I think I, it is, and a lot of I've but I've heard people like try it out and go meh. So, and I don't understand those people at all. I think. Yeah, because like I look at that, I look at things like that, where it's just like, dude, if I can just turn my head and look a certain direction, oh my god. Well, let, let me to, add, to be in your ship, ah. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I, I didn't know. I was remarking like I, when I first put it on, it was just like I'm inside my spaceship. Exactly. It's, like, it, how a, could I ever take this off? A, it's you're in your ship, but B, it's just like, OK, like for combat instances, for example, like yeah. you can or even like just general steering. Like if you look your head up like and you follow a thing, it's much easier to do that with your head than it is to sit here and try to manage your hands and like, oh, I've got to like press this button five times to lower my head enough to follow like where the ship camera is going no head look is yeah you can't you can't look in this game and be in combat without uh, uh, something tracking your head oh i know it's situational awareness it's also the the 3d is um i think like really game changing too because like the um the radar dish the sensor dish has mm-hmm. depth to it you know so you can see whether stuff is yeah. yeah i don't know like if you're not playing in, if you've never played in vr you don't realize what of this game you're missing like yeah. to be able to perceive your direction of movement like flight assist off makes a lot more sense in vr and is a lot more sort of feelable or gonna go jump out my window and hopefully injure myself <laughs> bad enough to where i can get eight hundred dollars to afford one of these headsets <laughs> so- rift s is only 400 bucks if your computer can handle it (laughs) i was about to ask you so so you use a rift s yeah it that's the only that's that was my first headset so i just got that in may okay um when it came out and my computer is kind of like on the edge of being too small for it (laughs) but it's all right it's fine and i'm i'm working i've got it running okay and i'll i'm waiting for like nvidia's next stuff and saving my pennies (laughs) man i um so so i had the rift and I and I traded that. I sold that to a buddy of mine and got a Rift S. And mm-hmm. I have tried out a Vive. I've tried out uh, whatever some Samsung rig. I can't remember what it was called. And I tried out a. Uh, I haven't. I haven't tried out an a Valve in. Excuse me, a Valve Index, Index. yet. But a buddy of mine yeah. has one, and he's invited me over. Uh, probably here in a couple of weeks. I'm gonna try it out. I can tell you right now. Out of all those, and he has Elite as well, out of all of those, the Rift S is the best one. Now, ever people argue with me on this because they said, the Vive's got full 3D, whatever, full room scaling, all this. You don't need that for Elite. You don't need that. If you, if all you're well, going to be... the Rift S has full room scale. Six it does. degrees. It does. Yeah. Um, well, I, I'm going based upon back with the, uh, the, 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 the Rift, the original Rift versus the original uh, Vive. Uh, Okay. Because he he skipped the Vive Pro. He did, he didn't get that one. Uh, okay. So the regular Vive is kind of a lower res, right? Yeah. It looks like yeah. ass, dude. It, <laughs> <laughs> I I put the headset on, and like I had just tried yeah. I I had just tried the Rift, 
and I put the headset on and reloaded Elite, and I was, it, it looks bad. It looks yeah, literally, bad. That noise I made was the noise he made. He went, and took it off. <laughs> yeah, I, so, so I have this little special moment, and I'll just, I'll just share this with you guys. So when I was a kid, I wanted to be an astronaut. Like that was, the, that was what I wanted to be. But long story short, didn't become an astronaut. Surprise. So. <laughs> uh, Not yet. <laughs> so when I got, when I started playing this game and like the very first thing I did when I was, uh, when he invited me over to try out the Rift or try out his headsets, I said, well, can I, can I uh, log on to my Elite account? And he said, yeah, sure. So. I logged into my lead account while I was over there, and I before this I had parked my Federal Corvette in orbit of Earth, and okay. I, I logged into it. And I remember the first thing I did was look over at Earth, and man, I like turning my man card. I got a little teary eyed because it yeah, was no, that's not turning in your man card. That's fine. <laughs> Like uh, you're allowed. You laminated moment. your man card. As, exactly. As the tears won't hurt it. <laughs> exactly. All I could think about was this is the closest I'll ever get, and it was like, yeah, it was like it. It was, it wasn't real, of course, but it was almost like <laughs> this is real. And you didn't just laminate your man card; you double laminated. That <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> so, um, it it it, it was. No, a, I, I get that sentiment. It was a very special moment for me in this game, and like when I got the Rift S, it just improved the quality. And then I tried a Vive, and it was it was awful. And he he tells me that the Valve Index looks a little bit better than the Rift S, but he doesn't think it looks head and shoulders better than the Rift S. And yeah, so I believe the the main difference there is the the resolution's going to be higher on the in. Index is what we're talking about, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I think the res is higher on that. And does that have an OLED screen? I believe That's... it is an OLED screen versus an LCD screen. So Right, because the Rift S LCD. So especially since we're talking about Elite, it's the blacks are definitely not as good. You're right. Um, now, I personally don't have anything else to compare it to on a long-term basis because <laughs> I've never had any other headset, but like... What's funny about that? No, like I'm just laughing because you're like the blacks aren't as good. My first thought went to metal. Oh, it's just like oh. the blacks not as black as it could be. We need the blacks to be blacker. The black is black. <laughs> so yeah, I'm well... sorry, I just couldn't help myself. Oh hell! All right, raise a glass to Brendan Small. Right, right. Thank uh... you. Yes, I love you. <laughs> Yeah. So, but but that's. Uh, I I think you you'd need a much stronger hardware to push it. Now, don't you have like a twenty eighty or something? Right uh, now, I have a twenty eighty Ti, and oh, it's you a poor thing. I know so it's, it's a, black. It's the blackest black. It's a. <laughs> it is the blackest black. <laughs> it is the blackest. The black. most analog. <laughs> <laughs> The Mariota Trench of Black. <laughs> Look, I didn't crank it up to 11. I went to 12. And, you know, to be honest with you, this card is great. It runs a little warm, which concerns me a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. But a I haven't... A, a little... It runs about <laughs> it runs about 10 degrees warmer than my other rig. But I had a water-cooled rig, and this is an air-cooled cool, air video card versus the water-cooled video card. So, 
It's probably where the difference is. is. Um, the only reason why I which, said anything is because the last time me and Ty played anything together, that's literally all I heard about the entire night was how much hotter this wig runs. How, how, how hot his hot, hot card is. <laughs> that's not to hate on him, like, but that's literally all I heard about. Oh, guys, Ty's online. Let's mute him before we have to listen about his hot, hot card. It was, you know, it was a one-time deal. He hasn't... He hasn't said anything since but then i haven't played with them since well so. it, it cruises around 60 60 celsius versus my water cooled card cruised around 50 you know and i went from the 1080 ti okay. to 2080 ti and, and i went from the 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 msi um uh seahawk water cooled uh version to the uh, uh asus uh strix uh air cooled okay now triple fan. yeah the triple fan and like i said it it runs great. The thing's rated up to 85, so I know I'm well below the, the threshold, you know. Yeah. But it's, yeah, you it's know. not going to throttle down at 60 degrees. No. Money every time. I've got money for fancy, fancy equipment. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, I'm like I'm like doing the responsible, like, family adult person thing. And, and like, I'm tracking, like, well, I'm going to I'm gonna just mentally set aside a little bit of money each week. Meanwhile, a little bit I'm of coffee money. Fa- and then I'm when they make. factory worker, like. <laughs> yeah. And then you know when Nvidia makes their thirty series or whatever, I'll I'll scoop into probably you know probably the mid level, you know, I'll scoop into the seventies or something like that, and I'll be <laughs> fine. I'm not going to spend a thousand dollars on a on a card. I just want to go ahead and shout out that these are not shots at Ty. Like he's earned his position, <laughs> no. he's earned his stake. So grownups get to choose what they spend their money on. Exactly. Sure, we but do. Ty, Ty has <laughs> definitely earned his shit. Like he deserves it. I salute you, sir. Well, yeah. Anyway, I just have to feed my daughter. <laughs> I don't have kids, so. <laughs> now, there you go. So I, he has see, even more of a reason to spend money on. What see, the hell yeah. he wants to spend money on? I, I chose video cards, not kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good tagline. Yeah. You want to prevent you? Hey, you want to prevent teenage pregnancy? Decide to spend your money on video cards, not kids. <laughs> yeah, well, st- I have a. a the stopgap that I got when I knew I was getting the VR headset, I had to do an update or it was my 970 was not going to work out. Uh, not for elite anyway. So I got a 1660 TI cause those had just come out. Those are really so good anyway. So it's, it's good. It's, it's the latest, you know, it's the latest generation. It's not, it's very um, entry level as far as the card goes, but it's the latest generation. So it's, ha- it's handling things and it has the new video transcoding chips. So that's what made it able to stream and record. So I can be in VR and even though I'm sort of on the edge of performance as far as in the game, the video doesn't matter at all because there's like dedicated stuff on the card uh, handling yeah. all that for me. So yeah, it's fine. Well... What's Sorry, on? Ty. Sorry. <laughs> what <laughs> else you want to know? <laughs> well, let me just ask you this real quick. What's on your Elite Dangerous bucket list? Well, uh, like I said, I, I'm going to do a long exploration at some point, and I'm planning on streaming that in episodes. Um, go out probably Colonia and make my way over to Sagittarius A Star and come back um, in this fun, yeah. fun Phantom. Um. And probably just like the most recent thing that I hadn't done yet, but now I have is actually getting into the PVP stuff. Um, and that's fun. Um, so probably, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at new fun ways to, to do that some more and play, play with the people who are playing with people. (laughs) 
<laughs> Wink. <laughs> yeah, like um, and straight up fights is fine too. I've I've been in a lot and won one of them. Hey, <laughs> Actually, I, I ran off. I ran off one guy in a Corvette. Um, in my crate, actually, in my crate. I nice. ran off a Corvette that pulled me over and attacked me. Um, but he just got scared. He did not know that I was officially out of ammo just as he ran away. So nice. <laughs> his, That's shield, the best. his shields were seconds from going down, and I was doing a really good job of canceling all his SCBs, and he decided to bug out. And Dude, I had officially filed, fi fired the last round. <laughs> that <laughs> literally like, means you did your job right. If you can scare yeah. them away without, like, like yeah. you did your job. Mm -hmm. Well, so, I guess we should talk yeah. about Elite a little, or talk about the news a little bit. Um, sure. So Maybe. I, I kind of wanted to talk about the, because um, when the, inter the, the Scourge Interstellar Initiative kind of wrapped up last week, uh, we were, it was Halloween and we had to kind of had to do a short episode. Yeah. We uh, briefly brushed over it. So I was wanting to talk about that. Uh, tracks, did you, uh, involve, did you do anything in this, uh, Intercell initiative? Yeah. Um, yeah, I went out for the first, the first phase was delivering bio waste from certain stations. I was, to... uh, I was delivering grain. Which one had grain in it? I don't know. Anyway, no, that, that, I, no, that was phase one. Grain, okay. size, grain yeah. and like a few other things, but I'm pretty sure like aside from grain and bio waste, like the advanced <laughs> whatever was sold out long before it was like you could get a hold yeah, of it. So. Yeah. So I, I did move some grain. I tried to like wing up with some people there and I, I brought my crate and tried to be like um, sort of like a combat escort slash carrying a little bit of cargo. Mm -hmm. Um, I was trying to, because I'm trying to like role play it a little bit, right? So I was trying to find some people in in their T9s and and say let's wing up, and because there's gonna be gankers out here. And honestly, there was only like I think we only got in two fights. Hmm. Um, so once again, like I'm left feeling like where is the, where is the source of the outrage that I keep reading about? You know, well, like <laughs> that's a point I kind of want to bring up because I mean a lot of complaints during that first phase where it's just like delivering stuff there were a lot of people complaining about getting ganked because gankers would line up and just wait for people yeah. to come by with it like but you're saying and this it, and it's just kind of like hmm um, well so so that makes me think like am I if I wanted to get ganked am I doing it wrong so I'm turning up in a wing so one of them sure is an un uh, unarmed T9 but the other one is a crate with prismatics and uh, plasma and rails so probably the gankers take a look at that and go meh and move on and so then i'm left not not being able to play I essentially mean, it's also like you have to think about instancing though maybe you just weren't in maybe. a good instance yeah yeah i saw i saw commanders out there i saw a bunch of clip uh, uh cutters no shit. and a couple of chieftains and i was like they gotta be after something i guess the cutters could be moving things but they didn't look like it they were um, but I just didn't get, I don't know, didn't, I think an NPC pulled us over. I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> an NPC. Shame on those players that did not pull you over, even though you yeah. were winged up. So I did that. I actually spent more time in the in the combat phase. Um, but again, I had kind of, I, I hate to be the, the complaining thing. And I don't know how you guys' experience was, but I, I had trouble with the instancing since it was only in, com in uh, combat zones. 
as soon as you're in open with other commanders, it gets super hard to get the combat zones to instance correctly to where there's actually someone to fight. Well, I mean, me and Ty didn't have any issues, and we did, what, three of them? Uh, I mean, it was like two, couple, couple three knots worth. I mean, I thought we did more like, than three. So, which you, uh, which you healed my ass through all of those. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but um, well, I mean, the combat phase of it, we got top seventy-five, or at least I did. Ty probably got a little bit more than me, but uh, I'm sure we were both top seventy-five percent. But during the bio waste grain delivery thing, I was top twenty-five percent. There you go. In which I want to bring this up because uh, Lave Radio said that we made the statement that we had delivered all the bio waste from there. I want to correct them and say we didn't remove all of it. We just removed a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, they they actually uh, they actually mentioned us in in I want to say it was episode two sixty six. They took they took quite a few jabs. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. And I just want to go on a record. If next time if if Lave Radio is listening, I just want to go on a record. Commander Tyrell did not move did not remove any bio waste it nope, was, was all, all Dravenos. <laughs> that was all me but uh I, my my whole believe, has standards <laughs> i believe their main <laughs> position was you can't remove it fa as fast as they can produce it and that's yeah that's what i got too and they also asked if they wanted it in one bin or two in which we had a kind of like <laughs> conversation about this and i told him like i told him i was like i got a good laugh on your jab uh you can leave all the waste in one bin it doesn't matter but then uh ben Ben Moss Woodward, <laughs> because he was off that last episode for quote unquote bug fixes. This is this is them saying it, not me. But uh, he was like, "Oh, one Ben's not going to be enough because I'm back next week." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we love those guys, and uh, I'm really glad that they they were actually a part of that thing. So that way, because it was a one jump and a Type Nine versus yeah. two jumps from anywhere else like once it was full of cargo so like i was happy to do it and uh you know i'll make my weekly stop you guys just make sure you leave the bin out by the right side and i'll uh i'll stop by and pick it up once a week and uh you'll be good to go yeah just in the garbage <laughs> man did you uh do anything to get to where you got the uh the decal i are you asking me or are you asking tracks both of y'all you, you go okay. first tracks okay um I tried to, which this was last Wednesday, mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure I mentioned it on stream because I thought it was going to be up until Thursday. Yep. I <laughs> went and I bought the whatever fix it was for it, delivered to the station, but the Interstellar Initiative was over. I was a day late and a dollar short. Oh. So uh, what is the criteria for this, the decal? Is it participating in all three? No, it was just participating in the one, but you had to be on time. And I thought, like I, like I just said, uh, it, I thought it ended on a Thursday, but no, it ended on a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And I made the delivery, and then it was yeah. just like, the, there's no interstellar initiative. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. So I, like I said, daylight, dollar short. I did one run of the anti-blight treatment. Um dropped you know 90 tons of of whatever at the destination mm -hmm. and then i saw what the uh reward tiers were and how much lower they were than the combat reward tiers probably because you're making a profit on your deliveries as well and i get that but like i was like i don't have time in my life for this so <laughs> i made one delivery and and that was it so does that mean i get a decal <laughs> you should if you participate in that last thing you should have okay. the blight your decal the scourge decal yeah. the scourge yeah, yeah. 3305 cool yeah i right. actually will i think i've never earned a decal before <laughs> actually we'll post i thought it was cool i wanted to get chat. it but 
I was just late. Like I said, I was a day late, and as soon as I realized I was a day late, I was like, man, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) So, pardon my French. What what about you, Ty? What did you do? The only only part of this idea, and I have kind of reached a point where I'm a little bit disinterested in the uh, community objectives every now and then, um, mostly because I, I get interested in other games, and uh, this 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 interstellar initiative interfered with Tommy Halloween. Just got Grand Theft Auto Five, so that's what he's been playing. Hey, but yeah. Halloween, <laughs> Halloween, yeah. man. So 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 for, for me and my family, mostly my extended family, Halloween's really big for us. Um, like it's 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 bigger than Christmas for us. So the timing. You guys of it do was haunts and bad. stuff, right? Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. So the, the timing, it was just a little off. So, and I did a little bit of the combat. Um, actually, I did a fair amount of the combat with. He uh, saved my ass in combat. Let's just put it that way. I did. He, man, I'll just say the story. Okay. We, we jump into this Go. one and like, I don't know what he did, but he like boosted toward like four uh, spec ops. He shot all four spec ops. I only <laughs> shot one. You shut your face. All right, well, I thought you shot all four spec ops. No, and I, I only touched one of them. I look over at your whole, and here's the thing. In, on my vet, I, my two small uh, guns, or my, my two small ports, I have a beam regeneration sequence. And I also carry a repair limpet. And this is mostly because I, I kind of like my, my vet to be my, 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 my switchblade, you know? I, or not my switchblade, my uh, uh, Swiss Army oh, knife, cool. you know? Yeah, you were talking about this last time. You're, you, you play a tank. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, tank. yeah. I've, I have talked about this. I, okay. The thing, the thing <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't let him tank before I shot one, and I somehow apparently got four on me. Yep. Well, they they group aggro though in a, in a season. They'll all. You don't have well, to shoot them to get those their attention. Those don't play. <laughs> <laughs> but, but go ahead. Anyway, so his 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 hole or his shields just disappeared, and his hole went from like a hundred percent down to like thirteen or some shit. <laughs> yep. And uh, so he he eventually bugged out. I killed all four spec ops, and then I, I'm over there just just all I'm doing is just shooting Dravenos with those two beam lasers. Just yep. get above get above three percent, buddy. Get yep. above three <laughs> percent. Oh, well, I'm pretty sure Tracks heard the episode. I'm pretty sure Tracks you've heard the episode about me talking about how I reached the zero percent Hull Club twice in the same night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's that's uh, intense. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I have not. um, I've not done that. (laughs) Yeah. Don't. 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 I'm not proud of it, and the people that act like they're proud of it, they're not. It is literally sheer panic the entire time. Yeah. My, my crate is worth too much. And if like if I could million do, on the rebuy, if I could do that. my full, like my screams without waking <laughs> other people in my house, I would. But you're literally just sitting there like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but just imagine me sitting here going, ah, ah, like only higher pitch and louder. <laughs> um, so I have a story that's not not exactly like that, but um, I when I first went out to learn to fight Thargoids, I flew out. To, of course, I didn't learn to fight Thargoids until they'd all moved out to the one nebula, so I couldn't <laughs> like find them. But anyway, I was like, whatever. So I I went and you know outfitted my ship and and shipped it on out there, and I think. I was, I think I was recording these. So these are probably on my YouTube channel because I bravely posted my shame. 
um, <laughs> about how bad I did. But I I have only been killed by Thargoids twice, and in both situations, like a true uh, Mount Appalachian mountain man, I killed the bear that killed me. Yes. Uh, but so the first time I killed one, I had you know some hull left and stuff like that and and you know and and then i so i i flew in and i went to go pick up the heart and i was so proud of myself you didn't get uh, no i no. well i flew in i grabbed the heart no i just didn't know what was going on yet i know you no. know what's going on, but i didn't know yet so i'm sitting there and i'm like oh look at that. there's the heart what's what's this caustic what is she saying <laughs> because i had like 50 percent hull and i'd been ignoring it and no. then i was like Oh, 10%. Oh, well, whatever. I'm right next to the station. I fly no. back. 3%. Oh, dear. This is going quickly. <laughs> yeah, so I I definitely exploded on the way back to the station. <laughs> as soon as you said Thargoid part, because I've read about that, my yeah. brain went immediately, no, 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 he didn't. And then no. I, I was posting on the forum because I'm getting advice, you know, like from the, yeah. the experts. And they're like, well, you know, if you wait, like, what do you, you wait, Actually, the the heart itself, it'll its integrity will will drop over time, and once it drops to fifty, the cloud is gone. Right. So it drops to fifty, then you swoop in and grab it. So whatever, I've got my heart and sold it and, and whatever. I, I, didn't, I didn't have that. a cargo rack for it anyway. Yeah, man, you got to look on the forums and uh, and you want to do a Google search for exactly what you're trying to learn, and then uh, you got to slide up your your glasses a bit more in your nose there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, <laughs> my headphones are holding them securely on my head. <laughs> Let me let me ask you a question, because like, um, because of the with this conclusion of this uh, interstellar initiative, they introduced yeah. a new background simulation state, blight. Right, and we should all get wake wake uh, scanners again. Yeah, um, <laughs> like this is this is interesting to me that they were able to like it's it to me it feels like they just kind of threw this in. Maybe. Um, because the famine state seemed to have disappeared after the last big update. Mm -hmm. It didn't seem to be happening at all. And there was like just nothing but crickets about that. So maybe something got busted and they, I don't know, saw this as an opportunity to install it back in. Maybe they intended this from the beginning. Cause a lot of this does read like it could have been planned quite a while ago. Yeah. It, um, so yeah, that's sort of the favorable way to imagine it, I guess. It does, but I'm also kind of thinking if it's, and I, I don't know how much work went into it, but it, it kind of feels like it kind of feels like if this if if they can tweak the BGS states kind of this easily, I kind of mm. want them to do more, you know. But isn't the point of the BGS to be a emergent thing? You know, it, to, to be its own thing that isn't strictly controlled. Because I, I think, like, I think that would be, if that's their intention, that would be an admirable thing, right? To try to, like, let the universe have a bit of a life of its own. Yeah. Um, yeah. With a little bit of shape. So, anyway, you didn't, I, I cut, I kind of cut you off before you got to say the whole thing. But for somebody who didn't know, the, the new state of blight will cause will eventually cause a famine state if you don't correct it by delivering this this cure that they created right right enough to the state. so it gives you it gives another it's another like angle like a humanitarian thing that can happen in a system and i mean that's that's super cool i, I don't i hope i didn't sound like i was down no, on it no but, no no but it means famine state means that you can get there's like a particular kind of of 
data material that only, or, or I guess it's just all the wake materials were sort of hard to find. And f the best place to farm them was in a famine state because there are these delivery locations and ships are just coming and going constantly. Yep. Um, well, yeah. so so this see this kind of got me thinking about a few things because did, did you by chance listen to the pilot episode? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the mm -hmm. part where he mentioned burning the bubble. Yeah. And this kind of got me thinking about, you know, what if, what if, what if the 2020 update, because the more, the more I've thought about what he said there, the more it's kind of got me thinking along the lines of if they were to do a bubble reset, because that's, that's, you know, burning the bubble, bubble reset. I'm not, they're not going to completely eliminate all the stuff, but they were to, to pare it down some. Mm-hmm. That would be a real good, a real good kind of way for people to have these bases that we think we're going to get. Would the fleet get, sidebar here, I'm of the mindset, I don't think we get fleet carriers into the 2020 update. Uh, you, think, you think they're going to push it back again, further or do you yeah. think they're going to merge the updates? I don't know. I think that could, it'll, could be. I think, I, I think somehow the 2020 update will be, if you if you want space legs and the base building, you gotta uh, pay for the expansion pack. But we're gonna give you fleet carriers for free, and that'll huh. be toward every. You know, I, I think I I had this thought driving home today. I haven't talked to anybody about it, but it just you know it, it you know I got, I have an hour to drive home and I listen to a bunch of podcasts when I do it and it popped in my head and I was like that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the the way I am thinking about this the the trouble with the the burn the bubble thing is that the game wouldn't play very well to a new player um and you know you know they are like obviously they're thinking about new players because they've the the only thing the only thing that wasn't a money grab about the last update was the new player experience agreed uh, so obviously that's something they're concerned with. So I, I think like as a simulation game, or as much of the game is a simulation game, they're, they're needing to maintain the ability for anybody to do whatever they want to a certain extent. So if somebody joined the game the day after they did this thing, you know, they, they, the, this catastrophic thing, like the Thargoid mothership comes in and, and armies of Thargoids lay waste to the bubble. Uh, and now we have to do this other thing. Now the game's different. Now we're sort of a frontier society and we're like building new stations and moving out to a new area and stuff like that. That's fun for people who've played the game for a long time, as long as they wanted to, but it would really be deleting a lot of what exists now about the game. And I don't think they can totally delete that. So like, I like the idea of these big things that change stuff, but I think it's really dangerous for that reason. You know, if somebody picks up the game tomorrow and it's like, Oh cool. A one-to-one -one simulation of the Milky way. Oh wait, all the planets I love are occupied by aliens and I have to go somewhere else. <laughs> well, so, so let me counter argument that because they've, yeah. so they've already kind of paired off the, the, the new player starting area. Like you can't go into those zones or those systems. Right. So it's, it's not a stretch for them to say, well, the, the Thargoids got 80% of the bubble burned. 
you know, they, they could still have Soul, they could still have uh, Alpha Centauri and, and mm-hmm. Alioth, and I, I can't think of all the um, major systems Sirius. right now. Sirius, I, I can't think of all, like all the major systems. <clears throat> they, they could still have like you know, for lack of a better term, the core systems. But yeah. if you were to pare it down a little bit, like that would be kind of an interesting way to. I mean, because like they could use this blight to kind of weaken things, and then have the Thargoid thing come in, do things, and they still have their new player starting experience over here, and then have like they. They have something thrown in, like, "Hey, when you leave this bubble, guess what? You can now be attacked by Thargoids." Good luck to you, buddy. I mean, the point I want to bring up though is like everything you're talking about, from what I've heard, is just Federation control space. What about Empire? What about Alliance? Like, I'm a Fetty man, so you know. <laughs> I know you, but you know that's the point that's you just... have to make because, like, if like somebody's an Empire ally thing, then it's just like none of their stuff's getting done, and it's just it's business as usual. Well, I mean, there's there's ways that they could go in there and, and leave parts of their space still intact or relatively intact, you know? I don't know. It just just a thought. Um, well, oh yeah. So so what if what if you know since we're just making stuff up, like what if the the Thargoid invasion you know is adjacent to the bubble and occupies the edge of part of it, you know? And then well. there's this. Then you have as sort of part of the the whole simulation thing. There's this ebb and flow of like sort of the front right you know and it, might, like it might move back and forth instead of just random i mean they, and i guess it used to be a little bit like this but the stations were kind of random right and i didn't really participate in any of that when it was going on <laughs> now now they're off in pleiades and there's nothing know, happening right? but well it it, it kind of got me like one of the there's a couple things that have always kind of irritated me about the whole thargoid thing and one of the big ones is the fact that it's something in the background. It's it's not some like mm-hmm. like unless you're kind of in that area, you're not going to get intercepted, like in between jumps. Like you're not just gonna like you're not you can't you're not just gonna be delivering mm-hmm. some stuff to Hutton and Warble mm-hmm. all of a sudden be attacked. It's just not going to happen. Didn't they used to come out when they were more spread out? Didn't they used to like depending on what system they were in? Yeah, you could get like I I've I had encountered them just randomly when I was around at one time and like I turned tail and, and ran and I didn't have any reason to pose a threat to them. So they didn't attack me. They but... were, I mean, I, I was intercepted. I was intercepted in the bubble, uh, two or three jumps from Shinrata, uh, the very first time yeah. I got intercepted. And, uh, you know, on, on, on my YouTube channel, there's, there's the video cause I quickly hit, you know, record. So I can oh, record, cool. I, I can record the, the encounter and I just remember sitting there like like piles of poop building up in my chair because I'm like, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, can I talk about uh, the first time I had an interaction with Thargoids? Sure. Um, it was me and my buddy AJ, and uh, he had gotten a tip off about ships, like abandoned ships or whatever, or like dead ships and stuff. And uh, me and him both flew to this one sector, and we saw like this just completely dead ship. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> dude, I remember like being, being with him on that and it was just eerie, but he had scanned the ship and everything like that. And we went to the next sector and then all of a sudden we had Thargoids and we see this big, like the big Thargoid, like green plume, whatever. And then like, there were all these tiny little ships and we tried to fight them and it's just like, dude, we gotta go. We gotta get out of here. We gotta get out <laughs> because we just did nothing to them. And our ships were like at 50% hull. So we were like, we gotta go. We both got out alive, but dude, like. 
it wasn't even the Thargoid attack that or anything like that. That was whatever. It was it was the fact that we found those dead ships, like just things floating in space, empty and void of any form of life, and that was just eerie. Like I remember that feeling, and I was just like, "This is creepy." Yeah, that's cool that you you have time to sort of like explore it before. Oh no, this was literally like when we first like hopped back in. Like he got the tip off and I was with I just so happened to be with him when he got it. Wow. Like it was pure luck, but uh on my own, like I haven't gotten anything like that. But I just remember like seeing those just ships that looked like they had exploded, but they were still just floating there. And it was just like this is this is some horror movie stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, I think that kind of wraps up our interstellar initiative stuff. Um, I do want to, I, I do want to uh, ask you one other thing real quick. Um, what do you think is coming in the 2020 update? Do you think it's space legs? Oh man. I, I remember, I remember speaking out loud to you when I was listening to this episode where you guys were talking about this out loud. I'm like, with you guys in my head and I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. I've I've gone back and forth so much. I almost at this point feel like the atmospheres and the legs can't really uh, w- would be just just better off to do together. I think it could. I don't know. Maybe I'm an optimist. It could be both. Elite dangerous uh, br. So, I'm so still like, toting that. <laughs> <laughs> so I I I super want atmosphere landings. Um, but there are all these problems with it as far as what they would have to do. Like if, does that mean all these atmospheric planets are open? Um, earth I'm assuming is still permit locked, but like that means they have to like put cities and population onto all of these totally populated earth likes. Right. Right. Or, you know, so that's really complicated. Maybe they're pulling it off. I don't know. You know, I mean, no man's sky exists. There's all those other games where they have all you know different kinds of things. Um, on the other hand, the space legs thing, I don't you know what would it be unless it was base building, right? So it, it has to be that it's associated with base building because there's nothing. There's no well, great so space legs, and all we can do is walk around the bridge of an anaconda is not like that's not special enough to be a thing. Um, and then in the back of my mind, I've, the other thing is is the control scheme for this because ultimately it is still a video game and just because you want to be able to get up and walk around like in vr it's going to be super complicated for me to get out of my chair and do do some of that so basically i'm going to be seated anyway it's going to be a seated vr experience regardless because most of the game is still going to be piloted um so i don't know i just don't think there could be that much to the space legs thing but running around a, a base that you could build Ty, you go, then I'll go. (laughs) Well, I I, I just want to... I don't want to rehash this. Yeah. (laughs) But I wanted to know your opinion, because I'm trying to ask, like, everybody's opinion of it. um, Because it seems like everybody has a different opinion about it. And, which is kind of cool, because we get to speculate, but I go back to the... uh, to the to the uh, to the leak, where they specifically mentioned, or that they said no no talk of atmospheric landings or atmospheric planets, and the thing that worries me the most, if they do space legs, is that 
we're not going to get the space legs that we want. We're going to get this half measure space legs. And what I'm, and what I kind of mean by that is, is like you go down to the, to the, to the, you know, the look down panel, like you're going to launch a fighter or something and you select, uh, go to planet or go to surface or, or something like get that. out of chair. And it'll play like a little animation where you stand up and you walk over to a door and the door opens and then you, it fades to black and then you're on the surface. And if they do something like that versus like, for lack of a better way to put it, like a, uh, like a star citizen thing where you get up and you walk around your ship and you can interact with your ship and go to the different decks and stuff. Cause climb into a hole and dig. right. I, I mean, I mean, cause that's something that star citizen does. Right. I mean, they don't make video games, but they make really badass simulators a really, really <laughs> badass, you know, uh, uh, tech demos that I want to be video games. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> so, so man, I, and, and I'm going to limit myself here as far as the, my response here, but if they give us a full measure, I'm all in, but I feel like they're going to give us a half measure and I've, I, that's really going to turn me off, you know? Yeah. I think what you said in, in the, the other episode where you talked about this, where, the pressure from No Man's Sky and Star Citizen could be making them lean towards space legs, even if it's not what they wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, is that sounds that sounds playable in the real world, you know? And I, I personally feel like atmospheric planets, ga- you know, doing something with gas giants, this sort of stuff that has to do with atmosphere is a more glaring empty empty spot in the game. I totally agree. Nice. That's like, just, but that's so. That's my like, so personal feelings about it, and I. But I also kind of think like the business has a lot more to do with the video game business than uh, my feelings do. So yeah, you, I don't know. okay. So, right, now so, you, so now you, <laughs> make it quick, Justin. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, I can see so. the rest of my time to Justin. <laughs> no, so like I'll, I'll keep it short. I'll keep it simple. I'll keep it sweet. <laughs> and what tracks will say? If we get both, where we have Atmo and Space Legs, I've been thinking a lot about this. If we get atmospheric landings and we're able to land on a planet, but we have the loading screen thing, but we get to walk around to the planet. Let's say they do something Fallout-ish to where it's like a first-person shooter, but exploration game. Imagine taking months to explore a planet or something like that and finding a bunch of things. How cool would that be? That's my whole point of it, like, Yes, I realize it's just like, okay, we have the shooter aspect of it within our ship, but like it just delves deeper into that exploration vein that this game has. And let's be honest, most of the stuff we see in this game where people talk about it is the exploration. It's the sightseeing. It's the views you get to see. Mm -hmm. If you had that planet side... I feel like that would be really cool, and we'd also get a lot more really cool screenshots from it. It just really has to be implemented right. I mean, it could be half-assed, but if it's implemented correctly, it won't matter that it's half-assed, and they could come out with a more full-assed thing later. Done. (laughs) (laughs) The half-assed and making it full-assed later is tough because from a technical standpoint... Um, we already are talking about the this game like its code is spaghetti because mm-hmm. of how long oh, it's been around and how many iterations, and that is just 
you know, more sauce on the spaghetti, I guess. Right. If I mean, you don't, I don't want if to you don't this, do the whole thing as a bigger chunk, you know. Well, I mean, I don't want to take this down the hole we've already been down and things like that. And we had a discussion with this on our last guest interview to where it's just like talking about these things a lot. Like it kind of <laughs> makes the scene dull and boring because it's just like everything's a drag. But yeah, if they do it properly, then I don't think it'll really matter if it comes out half-assed in the beginning. As long as they push more things towards mm-hmm. it, making it better as it goes. I hope so. I mean, I hope I'm super impressed and surprised. I hope that it's worth all the, the, what the perceived delays mm-hmm. um, and the time, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really want it to be super cool because it's already my favorite game, you know, yeah. and, and I see it as having these glaring holes in it, it you know, and you said something about, or somebody did comets. I mean, Sim- uh, I just there's a there's a hundred little things that could be added that I'd be like oh wow that's amazing you know having a uh, you know large black holes with accretion disks uh, or some you know well there was I don't know. there there was a point uh, and this was like year two or so in this game um, where there was talk of them implementing comments and implementing uh, mm-hmm. there was actually talk of them implementing rogue planets in between stars. Which we hmm. which we know exist, um, but how was, would you get to them? Because you can only jump to stars. <laughs> well, I, that's 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 kind of the thing. Like they would have to they'd have to work out some way that you could do a jump toward them. But I don't know how you do yeah. that. Um, but at, you know, we're we are we are weeks away from being five years into this game, and we don't have comments. Uh, I want to say it was like two years ago, three years ago. There was like a great big. Uh, not wasn't a screenshot, but a bunch of art that was designed around redoing ice planets to make them more yeah. icy or spike or whatever. Haven't seen anything about that. Well, I want to yeah. say it was three years, three la- three or four lave cons ago. There was some artwork around having uh, the ability to go down into gas giants a little bit, and then maybe on like some water-based life gas giants, like yeah. you could see like giant space whales or something. Um, well, there was the flotation landing gear. It, that thank that you. word yeah. is in the code. Yeah, yeah. You, you beat doesn't me mean that. it's going to be in the game, but it is in there. Yeah, and none of this has come to fruition. And yeah. it 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 disappoints me because I look at the stuff that they've talked about, and I look at the, I feel like the direction that it's headed, it worries me a little bit because. I don't comments. Why do we not have comments by now? That seems like that seems like such a small thing to implement. Well, I mean, with you talking about like the flotation stuff and everything like that, like to me that sounds really interesting because then it's just like, okay, well, what if you can make these landings into water worlds and then float your ship and scan for different life forms like dude because we don't even know all the life forms on our current planet in our current time period well guys there's no water worlds that don't have atmospheres right so flotation landing gear if that is that's in there if that gets implemented it means atmospheric landing and that's what i'm saying like but like that sounds exciting to me as being able to do this and then scan for life forms underwater because Absolutely. we currently don't even know all the life forms we have on our own planet in this current day and time. Mm-hmm. Well, what Submersible we, SRV. Yep. And, and here's the thing. 
like I want a submersible. So I want a submersible. I want a. Oh God, I, that'd be so good. I want a motorcycle <laughs> of some kind. You know, <laughs> I want I want a tank. You know, I mean, in in look, I mean, I think I think the direction. And I, I think I said this last week. I think the direction this game is headed, and this is the last thing I want to say about it, and we'll 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 move forward to the generation ships thing. Um, I think the direction this game is headed is Grand Theft Spaceship, and it worries me a little bit. <laughs> because, I know people like like getting your ship stolen. Yeah, that sounds well, like a cool thing to do, but the person who's stolen, man, that really fucking sucks. But your <laughs> ship is your character, so that wouldn't work. Well, they'd yeah. have to they they'd have to code it to separate it, and that's that's what I kind of get behind is that it all sounds great until you like that or really make rebuys cheaper. Yeah, and I, I don't know what they're gonna do there, but anyway. Um, uh, In which me and Ben Moss Woodward from Labor Radio also had a discussion on Twitter about that. Yeah. What do you say about rebuy cheaper rebuys? Uh, well, we, I didn't bring that part up, like, because he was like, because he mentioned that he was listening to our back catalog, and he was just like the episode where we mentioned like Grand Theft Spaceship, and he was like, that'd be awesome. And I replied to him, I was just like, if implemented in the right, like, I 100% agreed with you, and he's just like, ah, yeah, that's where the rubbing occurs. So, yep. What do you do with it once you steal it, though? I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't see the practicality in that. Well, I mean, if you have, let's say you're you're flying a Viper MK3 and you steal somebody's Anaconda. You just sell it. You just steal. Not. I wouldn't say sell it. I don't. I don't think selling stolen ships is a thing. Would be a thing. But it's but just you can't like keep you could, it. I mean, everybody knows you, right? But you could exactly that would put a bounty on your head. That would make it interesting. But I, like I said, it also comes <laughs> down right. to rebuy costs. Like if the rebuy for the ships were way, way, way cheaper. Dude, you just gotta hide behind the trash can until the cops go away. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I went to the train tunnels. <laughs> uh, anyway. I don't know. I mean, we already have a, a crime and punishment system that seems to over punish and under punish. Yep. Well, uh, I mentioned awesome, all the time, like awesome. I'm, I mentioned in a conversation last night between me and Ty, which I told him, I was like, I feel like we're losing a lot of show content talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we have so many conversations where it's just like, we're losing show content right now. But, um, like, instead of it being you steal a ship, what if, like, you hopped into the ship, and then once they launch, and they have, they have, if they have cargo, you, like, get to disperse that cargo. And then, I, like, I don't know, I guess it would and be And then you hollow. got a spacewalk to get away? <laughs> no, no, it would be, like, a hollow thing or whatever. And then, like, you get to teleport back to your ship, and then you have to go to that exact location, which would be a hard thing to do if they're mid-space, but you have to get that uh, cargo. So you're a hollow stowaway, which means you're what you're doing is you're hacking their ship. That's the only way it would work. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> the, 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 honestly, I, I spent a fair amount of time really thinking about space legs and the more i think about it the less i think i want it in elite dangerous uh but you know mm -hmm. there are things about it that i think that would be interesting and cool but you know i just um and i'm i'm trying not to i'm trying not to turn this to whole thing i i think the game would be better served by sticking to what they do well and if you go look at i mean planet zoo came out 
today or this week. I believe it was Tuesday it actually released. And if you go look at that game, that game is beautiful, number one. It looks really good. Number two, that shows that they can make some really nice-looking biomes. Between this and Jurassic World Evolution, this shows they can make some, some biomes. They, are, they have the tech to make ecosystems. And sure. the way I understand on how uh, Jurassic World Evolution works, and I'm sure it's the same tech in, in Planet Zoo, is that it, it generates like like the way that the animals eat and the way that they procreate and the way that they interact with the world. And apparently there's a few little bugs here and there, like their legs will get stuck on things every now and then, so it kind of stretches them out. But I'm, 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 sure, I'm sure in like five years they'll patch that. But um, I'm salty there a little bit. But anyway... Um, the 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 tech they have the engine they have the tech we know that they can do it and i feel like that that would that if they already got the tech to do it that that's is planet zoo procedural uh i don't know about planet zoo but i do know that jurassic park has procedural stuff in it okay Okay. So, so our Jurassic World Evolution has dr- yeah. pre- procedural stuff in it, and I've because I, I the way I understand it, that game runs on a heavily modified Cobra engine, which is what Elite Dangerous runs on. So, for me, All right. All that's right. that's punched my microphone in the face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, for me, that's like that's like a small step away. That, that's just well, I mean, they already have the tech. Let's just do it. You know? well, I mean, is it the Cover Mark Three engine or is it the Cover Mark Four engine? Oh Lord, let's uh, not get you. <laughs> In other news, um, and this, so so back up one second. I love the generation ships in this game. I have been to every single one. I love them. I love listening to their oh. logs. I love the. The, the, the kind of little horrific stories that happen. There's one I love when their little babies scream. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> but a new one came out, and something totally different was this one. I, I say it came out. I, I, and I'm really curious where they put this in. Has this been in for a while, and just no one discovered it? Has this been... Could be. Are, are, I think it came in after the, the, the whole Interstellar initiative, because... It, it was mentioned at the end of it. But you yeah. don't know when it was when the asset was actually added to the game. Yeah, because it, they did have some sort of Galnet thing, which me and Ty talked about this last night. And because of like the reduction in Galnet stuff, like I haven't paid attention to Galnet. Yeah, me either. But um, apparently there was some Galnet thing mentioned where Rockforth apologized for whatever they didn't take responsibility for the the whole blight thing. But apparently that's where it was mentioned, and one commander followed up on this and then followed the trail and found this, and he posted it on Reddit. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit here, and I'll be honest with you. I saw this post on Reddit and didn't think it was anything until I woke up the next day and saw that it was a story on Kotaku. Yeah. Yeah, they, they tagged it at the end of, essentially, the, the Galnet saying, like, this scourge... Uh, you know, the interstellar initiative has ended and we have treated the following systems and there's still a few things that need help. And, you know, stations are sending out their distress signals. And we also got this weird distress signal from this system that we weren't expecting. So whatever, we'll check it out. That was like this little throwaway line at the end of it. And you just go to that system and and there it is. And, and so, so the name of this generation ship is the, the Golconda. And there are uh-huh. people. This is a functional generation ship. There are people on this ship. 
and it is in the system. I'm gonna I'm gonna screw up the pronunciation of this. You you panicus you panicus. I was gonna say, do you want to send it to me and I'll enunciate it for you? No. I think there's an literally L in said it. I'd I nailed like the whole other I, thing. Which there an L in no, no, I hold on, hold on. I, I just said you panicus. I think <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I haven't play, looked. Play at back it, the so. tape. <laughs> you panicus. Yeah. Okay. I I flew out there. I so I I saw that somebody that this this other guy had was streaming and found it, and I flew out there and recorded a little thing. Um, so that's on my YouTube channel. There's actually one of the featured commanders there. Uh, I forget his name, but he's, he's the guy that uses the VR headset that has googly eyes. Yeah. <laughs> he was okay. a featured commander, so it's, it wasn't just nobody. It was somebody that's, you know, within the community. Yeah. Okay. So you flew out there and you recorded it and, and you played all the tracks to it? Yeah, I, I flew out. I, I, I recorded the, the play session. I'm going to... Fine. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's on my uploaded videos. Visiting the Golconda. It yeah. is. And I try to pronounce it on this. On this. Uh, sure. I can drop it in the chat. Is that? No. No. Talking? You shared it with us before the Discord. Before got deleted. the Discord got deleted. <laughs> and then it was funny because Ty <laughs> last night shared a video with me on Steam, and I thought it was your video, but it was actually him visiting the same exact thing. Yep. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, it's it's cool story stuff, right? And it's cool that it's dropped into this other story thing as like a side thing. Because like, if nobody followed up on that, I mean, it was there. They put it in the game and they put a little note for us to find. And if nobody went out to that system, it would have sat there until somebody noticed it, however long it took. Right. That's the thing right? that I was trying to mention with like the Galnet news and how like I don't pay attention to it anymore because they made it seem like Galnet was going to be a thing that was kind of tossed to the back burner. Yeah, uh-huh. but you see, it's kind of cool feel like... that they did that. It's kind of because because yeah. here, here's what they did. They're like, you you know, they threw that out there, and they're like, I wonder how long it'll take. How long will it take before the people notice it? But I feel right. like because Galnet News now is like such a lo-fi thing, like something they're not necessarily worried about, that it should be like Facebook Messenger, where it's just like if somebody sends you a message, you get that notification. They're hey, there's a new story here. You need to read it. I think that's now, on you. Letter- whether or not but that's the thing like if you don't pay attention to it if you don't look at it every day because there's not a new story every day yeah but they didn't say this is our we're this they didn't say we're not paying attention to galnet anymore they said we're paring down how much fluff we put into galnet right and the subtext there should be pay attention to galnet now because the only thing that's going to be there is the important stuff right i'd still like a notification saying hey new story on galnet (laughs) all right well dude dude, it's right on your main screen when you log in (laughs) It's it's on your main screen. There's apps for. Uh, I think it's just you, buddy. I I, I have to. I hate you both. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> dude. I'm one of those people where it's just like just because like I don't know. I'm not a social media person necessarily. Like yes, I have every account there is out there, but a lot of it is fluff. So I don't pay attention to a lot. Sorry, of that it. was funny. I'm not uh, a social media social, person. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a I'm not a car guy. Sure, I have one of every car, but I'm not a car I, guy. I drive a I drive, I drive a 2004 Ford Ranger. I'm not a car guy. Oh Lord! We're no, done. I can change the oil in that. I can change the spark plugs in that. I can do everything I need to do with that. But I don't like. I no. I have no need to get it. We're the done with that. We're moving forward. But, like here's my whole thing. Like even controlling our Twitter feed, our Twitter notifications. Literally, eight out of ten of those are so and so retweeted this. So and so mentioned a comment on it, which has nothing to do with anything we do. But 
like we have those two that are it's like oh so and so followed you so and so replied to this but that's two out of eight i need those notifications to let me know that new things are up there so i can quickly scroll through it and read what i want to read yeah well um yes it's on me i I, i'll accept that (laughs) (laughs) i didn't catch it either i had to wait till it it scrolled past my and i just happened to be still in game so i I just flew over well it's like i said i mean i was scrolling through reddit and saw a post of it and i didn't think nothing of it until the next morning i woke up and i was just like oh that's a kotaku story (gasps) i need to pay attention to this grant kotaku's not the source you should be paying attention to (laughs) but they made a story on elite so yeah well this is how this is how the interesting things in a game that's made through this like emergent gameplay you know the uh, the procedurally generated stuff. They're sprinkling these little things in and giving you a clue. You know mm-hmm. this is how this is how you know Guardians and Thargoids got found. Is like sprinkling in a little thing and somebody well, had to go find it. I mean that's one of those things that where me and Ty have had a discussion where it's like how could they implement the story better? And I literally think notifications about new stories and galnets let it go <laughs> no 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 and and i i i think i think that would make it worse because then it wouldn't be something that the community finds Touché. Exactly. it would be something they simply like we're just sitting there like the fat people in wally and they're just put it on our plate <laughs> yep. okay well then okay so yeah. going back to that discussion of how could they implement story better do you have any ideas on how they could do that besides like notifications um, no, I, I, I kind of, I like the method in that they sprinkle like if we're talking about sprinkling these things in, I, I think that's awesome. And it makes us, it makes it feel cool when you find it. Um, I want it to be more like when I went out to the Golconda, I like listened to it and okay, that's cool. So now I'm waiting, hopefully for what are we going to do about this? Like they're asking for aid and there's an internal conflict and there's actual story there. So what are we? What's going to happen now? Because right now there's nothing else I can do except look at the, you know, age damage on the outside of their ship. <laughs> well, fuck, you're right. I'm wrong, and I'm shutting up. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know how to make it better, but I want there to just be sort of like no, something. no. Like you make a very good point, or it's just like you you just kind of got to pay attention to count it, like. Well, I like how it feels tied in. We were scanning yeah. for distress signals because we were helping this blight situation. Oh, here's this other. Well, I mean, it's just like figuring out a lot of the things within the game of itself. Like they they don't necessarily give you a ton of hints about how to like figure out stuff. You just kind of have to yeah. do it and go from there. And like you're not wrong. I like I'll admit that. Like I'm I'm wrong for not paying attention to it. And that's but. That. But if, um, but when the things are happening, the things are happening that actually change something in the game. When when Palin gets chased out of his base and moves, uh-huh. like we need more point to that. Now it's just happened, and we've actually replaced him in another place. So now there's like a doppelganger engineer, and why? So now now we need the why. Like what is going on with that other Thargoid that showed up for a second? Yeah, the yellow Thargoid. Yeah. So something's going on with that guy. What is it? So I want this stuff to come out and and you know, hopefully it will. I'm yeah. hopeful. That and, there is something behind it, you know. And and, and you know, I, I kinda of go back to like when the Thar like the Thargoids, the whole Thargoid war has for the most part effectively taken place out of the public eye for lack of a better term and unless you go seek thargoids to kill them you're not really yeah. gonna like it's 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 almost and i'm gonna i'm probably i'm probably gonna say it like this 
it's kind of like the war in, Af in, in Afghanistan. Unless you're like involved, you're not really paying attention. No. We've been at war for 18 years now. Yeah. It, Invisibly know, to us. Exactly. Because it's mm -hmm. not, this isn't World War II where it's right on our front doorstep. It came to our front doorstep a few years, or, you know, 18 years ago. And yeah. uh, then it was like a big damn deal. And like, well, here we are. And here we are, you know, but, you know, I, I have friends who participated in Iraq and Afghanistan and they come back over here. And the comment they make to me is like, do they even, do, do people even know that, that people are dying over there? That it's, it's a war. It's not like it's, it's not like it's just like, it's, it's, it's a full blown war. It's not like it's like, like, like a, like a riot happened or, or oh darn someone, you know, dropped a bomb and like it's, it's over. It's a war zone. And mm -hmm. we have, and that's kind of like what I mean by like with the Thargoids, like it's something that we don't care about. And I'm not trying to say that we don't care about that, but the vast majority of people don't, can't tell you what's actually happening in Afghanistan on any given day. And if you, I can't tell you really what's happening with Thargoids because it's not really a threat. I can fly all across the bubble and never even see a Thargoid. Yeah. If they were to well, do they're... something storyline wise to make it more of a threat or more interesting or bring it out to put it on front street, so to speak, man, I would, I'd be all over that. Let's, let's go fight Thargoids every day. You know, so something's coming. I, I think clear, like the, clearly the change, ha you know, of them going out to the nebula. Now they're only there. Mm -hmm. So that's something, something's going to happen and the other shoe's going to drop eventually. I think um, so too. But I, and, and hopefully it'll be really cool. Yeah. As it stands right now, yeah, like there was always kind of a barrier to entry too because you have to do so much because you have to get specialized equipment and stuff like that. So that's it's a it's stepping up to another level of the game. Right. Uh, in order to get involved. So there was always a separation and that's okay. Um but now that they've been out in the nebula for a while, it's sort of like I I'm waiting for that other thing to happen. You know, one of these little one of these little Galnet artists is going to have a little message somewhere and or maybe their mothership's going to show up and we're not going to need a Galnet to tell us about it. But <laughs> Maybe they'll burn the bubble. <laughs> yeah, but um, anyway, so uh, New Generation Ship is here. I think it's really cool. Go check it out. Um, uh, you can't do much with it right now, but scan the little things uh, or scan the yeah. information nodes. Um, sidebar here is I love the fact that these things are, are fully voiced. And when you, if you actually take the time and go through in uh like it like there's a lot of creepy places all across the galaxy like jumps off, off the top of my head the generation ships dav's hope places like that that you can go and scan information nodes and get it and get yeah. like a little story about man they have like some great settings for some truly space horror movie or horror video games that they can make uh, yeah, like, I, I think it'd be cool for them to make like, like like a whole horror game based around Dav's Hope. I think that'd be so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the Dav's Dav's Hope event, yeah. Yeah, uh, that that's that's the first person thing I'd play. Like, like give me a Dead Space style game where I'm running around in Dav's Hope. I'll buy that. I'll, I'll give you sixty bucks for that right now. Hmm. And play it on my 2080 Ti. <laughs> so that's so that's interesting, actually, because I I'm I'm finding myself thinking about 
the like what are the space legs for it'd be really cheap if it was just walking around our ship i think the base building stuff is definitely in process we've seen enough of that code and stuff like that's been leaked around that i think it's like definitely in there Agreed. so that's definitely part of it so then like wandering around on the surface of a planet doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me like we have the srv for that and we're obviously covering much less distance on foot it would be sort of crazy to downscale that much unless you're going into a building so now like can we go to a dav's hope kind of situation or find a crashed ship and we need to go inside and maybe there's a mystery in there yeah um, that we actually have to be in person to figure out so that would make something that would be worthwhile or if there's atmospheres and stuff then there's sort of a different thing and but I think still you're going to be on a vehicle as far Ooh. as actually traversing the surface of a, of any planet atmosphere or not. You still want a vehicle, but if you're going to, if you're going to have legs, I think there's got to be something to enter. And I think you're right. Like all these little things where there's logs and some of them are voiced and stuff. That's, that's all like interesting little tidbits of story. Well, and... like my whole thought is just like, okay, the crashed anacondas, like if you have space legs, like going in there and finding the quote unquote black box. Yeah. Why the did blackest it crash? Box. That'd be so good. Yeah. The blackest box. <laughs> Trying to bring it back around. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I. Anyway, that's that's generation ships are a thing. I'm I'm happy with it. I I want them to do more generation ships and give me more things to do with. Um, we need to. Uh, do you do you have time to hang like I, we kind of ran over the time period I told you do you <laughs> yeah. have time do you, do you have time to hang I'm out gonna... okay okay yeah. all right so um, Justin if you would we're up to we're gonna do some shout outs real quick so first of all my yeah. first shout out that I want to make is to tracks for everything you've done for this show man coming on this show and enjoying <laughs> us <laughs> and uh, making that uh, intro outro and fyi i'm probably gonna go in there because there, there's some parts in there that are kind of loopy that i can kind of take out yeah. and yeah and i, I appreciate oh, you yeah. doing use, that use half of it for the beginning half of it for the end that's that's the intention yeah i'm not yeah. intending for you to leave the whole like there's very repeaty in the middle <laughs> well and, and, i wanted you to have yeah. enough um but anyway yeah 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 no I, i'm i'm probably gonna pare it down to about 30 seconds for an intro and like 30 seconds for right. outro but Man, it's it, this episode contained the whole thing because I think it's fucking awesome. So that's that's my okay, first shout cool. out. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, well, great. I'm happy to be here, and I it was really fun. And oh, I'm dude, it was glad, great. Glad to you, like, glad to make yeah. it. I'm gonna be excited to hear the the intro when I see your guys' episodes pop Hell up in my yes. feed. Yeah. It's gonna be like, all right, sweet. Uh, <laughs> this the second shout out I have is to Commander Hell's blaze and if i mispronounce your name he's he sent me i've been communicating with him he sent me some top nine and top ten builds i think are pretty freaking cool uh appreciate you sending me those man and uh i'm gonna be trying out some of those top tens i ain't buying no ugly ass top nine i'll buy me an ugly ass top ten so bruh <laughs> i literally bought a type nine on sale send that to me yeah i will i will <laughs> um uh what what kind of uh uh twitter uh shout outs we got there justin well first before we do this where can we find you jn tracks oh yeah yeah thank you oh shoot um well I, i'm i'm in game as jn tracks so that's the letter j the letter n t-r-a-c-k-s that's my commander name and that's me on youtube and twitch um as well you can search and, and find i stream in vr so it's probably a good way to get dizzy uh and <laughs> 
uh, I my um, my studio is uh, in attached to my home, um, but I have a website for that, which is jsongstudio.com. That's J A Y S O N G S T U D I O. Did I spell it right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, anyway, jsongstudio.com. <laughs> I get halfway through that and I panic. Anyway, um, yeah, it, I, I do all kinds of different things. I actually do post-production on a bunch of podcasts, things like that. I have a bunch of things that kind of piece together to, to make a living between music and audiobooks and uh, all kinds of things, you know, produce demos for people and records for bands and whatever. So, um, yeah, that, that's what I do. And I also host a podcast with my friend Derek, who played on that track called the tone control which you can find at tonecontrolshow.com it's about guitars and guitar gear so if anybody's interested in music and guitar and bass and just sort of like stuff like that we um kind of shoot shoot our mouths off and hang out and as friends every couple of weeks um it is very inside joke laden we have like a hundred and something episodes and um yeah we just we just have a good time it's not a big deal <laughs> well hell yeah guys be sure to go check that out and give him follows on that as far as shout outs this week on twitter goes we would like to give a shout out to ashley herbert darren blackshaw commander anton 77 and which that's the number seven and then they'll spell out seven lave radio bj commander all crows are black thomas ill hell x blaze blaze l yep this, that's yeah. that's that's who sent the email so yeah. Um, and Ben Moss Woodward, thank you all for the follows and thank you all for just supporting us and being a part of this with us. We, we truly appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I appreciate you guys listening to us and Justin, I, I appreciate you and, uh, Derek, I don't know if you'll listen to the show or not, but Derek, shout out to you too. Derek. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. <laughs> does, does he play elite? No, um, he's a he's a PS4 gamer. So right now he's Ugh. he's doing Destiny two. Um, and it, if if he played Elite, he wouldn't be able to play with me anyway. So yeah, <laughs> hey, no, that's not in the works yet. Never no, mind. no, not yet, not yet. Yep, I think it's coming. I think it's coming, but that's a different story. It should be. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to read um Hell Commander Hell's Blaze email real quick. Um, love the podcast guys been listening to them all day at work we'll binge them all keep it up would love to play with you guys but I'm on Xbox so we'll just be listening to the podcast if you ever want some tips for the top 10 or to paint out mine hit me up it's a very effective minor compared to the top 9 or something else have a good week guys we'll tune in on Spotify on the next show next episode yes. thank you sir uh, and me and him chatted for a little bit and he sent me some top 9 and top 10 builds uh, and I appreciate that, man. Uh, I will calm down. Calm down. <laughs> I will. Um, I think that's about all we got, man. Do you have anything else? Well, the only other thing I've got to say is, hey guys, never fly without a rebuy. Uh, tracks, you got anything else, to, buddy? Um, nope. <laughs> plan plan your builds ahead of time, or don't. I don't know. <laughs> oh wait 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 also make sure to follow us on twitter at loose screws ed how how do i always forget to plug myself because <laughs> uh, you don't have me reminding you in the middle of the show exactly exactly um like comment and subscribe hey, 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 hi, hi. Yeah. i'm proud of you 
you didn't you didn't need me to remind you that we're in November right now. I know. I did it right this time. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all throughout October, he kept saying September. Yeah. Um, F, quick sidebar here. We are probably, uh, probably in December, we're going to do our very first live broadcast of this show. Uh, uh, I, I'm going to be uh, broadcasting it on uh, the the Twitch. on, on that's, that's my age right there, on the Twitch. I'm trying to get myself brave enough to do it. <laughs> we're going to go I'll down to the Walmart it. and we're going to broadcast it on the Twitch is what we're going to do. So, Dude, if, if, if you need me to set it all up and do it, like, I'll handle it. You haven't talked to me about this. So, guys, shh, this is in the works. This is a secret. Yeah. Super secret. See, so, so the reason I haven't talked about it is because I literally wanted to put it out there. That way it's like, well, now I got to do it. So so that way my, my oh, introvert right. self is like, well, now I got to do it. So. <laughs> you made the promise, and now we all got to keep you honest. Hey, yep. your introverted self got me on this show. My introverted self already streams to Twitch, so there we go. Yep. All right. I think that's going to do it for the show, fellers. Thank you, Justin. Yep. Thanks again. And again, Justin, there, I cannot thank you guys enough for reals. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. <laughs>